There's no secret formula for better service throughout the customer journey. But there is the all-new service hub from HubSpot. It makes it infinitely easier to scale customer support and increase retention. By bringing service and support together in one powerful platform, you can deliver the best experiences for your customers and your teams. Free up time for your reps to focus on complex issues with an AI-powered help desk. Proactively drive retention with customer health scores that help keep your business ahead, stopping churn in its tracks. And give your entire go-to-market team the data they need to operate as one unified, powerful front. Also, you can easily support, strengthen, and grow your customer base. Secrets out. HubSpot Service Hub is a game changer. Visit HubSpot.com service to do more for your customers today. Hey, everyone. It's Friday, November 18th. I'm Juliette Bennett-Ryla here with Jacob Cohen, and you're listening to The Hustle Daily Show. Today, we're going to discuss the problem renters are having with applying for an apartment, specifically incorrect background checks. But before we get to all that, some headlines in business and tech. Google Maps is rolling out several new features, including fast charging options for electric vehicle drivers, accessibility info for people who use wheelchairs, and an augmented reality overlay that lets users see nearby stores, coffee shops, ATMs, and other useful locations nearby every time they hold up their phone. Now, this last one is only rolling out to select cities at this time, including London, Los Angeles, New York, San Francisco, Paris, and Tokyo, but it does sound pretty cool. It does sound cool. And, you know, this is just one of many things that we're already starting to see come out in Google Maps mm-hmm. and also related to Google Search. We're seeing this kind of new sense of urgency almost and innovation from Google in Maps and Search, really, in my opinion, to compete with TikTok. One of the most interesting stats, I think, most telltale stats of 2022 is that almost 40% of young people, when they're looking for a place for lunch, go to TikTok or Instagram instead of Google Maps or Google Search. And Mm -hmm. by focusing so heavily on ads and search rankings and everything over the last decade or two, Google Search and Maps have kind of become kind of bloated and less useful over time. And now they're starting to release more cool features, more useful features to gain their footing again and try to win back that younger crowd. Yes, absolutely. I think it's a smart move. Totally agree there. In other news, new FTX CEO John Ray III, who helped Enron deal with its own bankruptcy back in the day and has 40 years of legal and restructuring experience, filed a wild declaration with the United States Bankruptcy Court of Delaware detailing the company's troubled structure. Yeah, this was crazy. I was reading some excerpts from it. He wrote, never in my career have I seen such a complete failure of corporate controls and such a complete absence of trustworthy financial information. This is the guy who dealt with Enron. So Yeah, that's uh, pretty damning. Says a lot. And if you are wondering, there will be not one but two documentaries about all of this. Uh, one is from Vice Media and the Information, and another from XTR is actually filming in the Bahamas right now. It's already nice. going. And I'm sure we'll get a good feature film about it as well. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. If you are a Swifty, you are out of luck. The public sale for her upcoming tour has been canceled by Ticketmaster. They're citing yeah. limited inventory and demand, and they said... Based on site traffic, Taylor Swift would need to perform 900 stadium shows <laughs> to meet all of the fans that want to see her or the scalpers that want her tickets to sell to you fans. Yes, yeah, has been a central topic of pop culture this whole week, mm-hmm. just trying to access these tickets, let alone afford them. And it's caused sites like Ticketmaster to literally 
have to shut down <laughs> their sales. So I don't know. Taylor Swift's good. Is she that good? Ooh. Maybe that's a hot take. <laughs> yeah, her fans will be coming for you. Yeah, so sorry. <laughs> rest in peace. I do Jacob. like her a lot. I do like her a lot. I just is she that good? That's all I'm saying. <laughs> yeah. Elsewhere, Roku is joining the growing list of tech companies conducting layoffs due to economic concerns. This time, it's going to affect about 200 employees. That's about 5% of its workforce. Yeah, you know, just on Tuesday, we saw Warner Brothers Discovery CEO David Zaslav say that this advertising market we're in now is weaker than at any point during the COVID pandemic. And we're seeing this impact everything from the major studios to companies like Roku, down all the way to the smaller digital media companies in our neck of the woods with layoffs mm-hmm. at companies like Protocol and Morning Brew this week. So not a great fall and winter season for advertising. No, definitely not. Just a couple other headlines for you. A new study found that up to 1.35 billion young people are at risk of hearing loss due to dangerously loud listening habits. Sounds very reasonable. <laughs> yes. The FDA has declared upside food cell-based chicken safe for human consumption. This is a first for cultivated meats in the U.S., so very exciting if that's something you're interested in. And lastly, a man in Germany found a lost check on the ground. It was from a grocery chain to Haribo, famous for their gummy bears. Great gummy bears. You love them? You like the (laughs) gummy bears? Oh, yes. (laughs) I try to like only eat vitamin gummies, so it feels like I'm doing something healthy. Although, have you read the uh, reviews to the sugar-free Haribo gummy bears on Amazon? Yes, I have. I heard (laughs) that they will confine you to the bathroom for days. Yes. Sorry. Continue with the story. (laughs) Anyhow, this check was in the amount of like $4.8 million. So, of course, the guy, he contacts them. He's like, hey, I found your check. What should I do with it? They told him to destroy it. He did. He sent a photo as proof. And in return, they sent him a gift basket full of candy, which the man said unappreciatively was a bit cheap. Quite a story. Mm Mm-hmm. All right, Julia, today you wrote about how renters are facing a really annoying problem when applying for an apartment with regards to their background checks. And what is this problem? How big is it? And uh, is anything being done to fix it? Well, it is just one of many annoying things about renting, I will say. And it's one that starts at the very beginning when you apply to get an apartment. Now, Most people, if you've ever applied for an apartment, you know you have to pay an application fee unless you get really lucky and you get a really cool landlord. In the United States, it's an average of 40 to about $60 every time you apply for an apartment and you do not get that money back if they decide not to rent to you. It's just lost forever. Like A great business model. (laughs) Yes. So what do landlords use this for? Typically, it is to cover a background check, which they will purchase from like a tenant screening company. And the kind of stuff that comes back is typically your employment, rental, financial, criminal, if you have it, histories, et cetera. Now, here's the problem. According to the Consumer Financial Protection Bureau, they handled 26.7, so almost 27,000 complaints related just to tenant screenings between January 2019 and September 2022. Of those complaints, about 65% cited the problem was incorrect info on the report. So, for example, one guy's report showed criminal history. He didn't have a criminal history. You know who did? His twin brother. But somehow that ended up on his report. (laughs) Another applicant said the report surfaced an eviction. They had never been evicted. In Mm. fact, the date of the eviction was after they had moved out of that apartment. They were long gone. So how could they be evicted? And this kind of stuff apparently happens all the time. One reason is some companies use name matching without other identifying info, like Mm. a social security number. So if there's another Jacob Cohen out there who's been living a wild life of crime, Mm. who says I'm not doing that? You could potentially get pinged with that. (laughs) Yeah, it could be you. 
in which case you are affecting that other uh, straight-laced Jacob Cohen. <laughs> <laughs> right. So to get this straight, potentially millions and millions of people are going through this process in the U.S. each year, applying for apartments. And in doing so, as part of the process, they have to pay mm-hmm. around $60 per apartment. And that money in the application goes towards background check for them that the landlord can run. But you're saying that there are thousands of complaints. Yeah, about 17,000 to Just be over the precise. last few years of these background checks containing incorrect false information, potentially preventing them from getting the apartment they're totally qualified to get. Yes. They not only lose that housing opportunity, but they lose their money. And of course, they lose their time because if you get denied from one place, now you got to go look for another place. And if you're kind Mm -hmm. of in a crunch, like your current lease is ending and you have to move, like it's just annoying. It is a very annoying and often time consuming and in some case, putting a lot of undue hardship on families because somebody's making a clerical error somewhere. Right. I mean, there are other things that can happen too. Like just because someone's filed an eviction doesn't mean the eviction happens. Like sometimes let's say your rent is late and they file an eviction, but then you pay it. You've never been evicted. Mm. You paid it. Companies can also reveal records that are supposed to be expunged or sealed. So there's a lot of issues going on here. The other issue is if this happens to you, your landlord's supposed to tell you. Some of them apparently don't. But then if you find out, okay, well, I'm getting denied for all of these apartments I'm applying for because it says that I committed this crime and I never did. It is on you to fix that. Even though it's somebody else making this mistake, it's on you to fix it. And the CFPB said this process can be hopelessly inefficient and needlessly confusing, which to me just sounds like every process that we have to undergo. (laughs) That's a synonym for the word process. Right. Where it's like you call one company and you're like, can you take care of this? And like, oh, you got to call the other company. Oh, no, you got to call the first company and be on hold forever. Mm -hmm. And then they're supposed to have 30 days to follow up with you. And some people aren't even doing that. So you're just kind of lost in this endless Dante's Inferno hellscape (laughs) of trying to get your information. And in terms of what's being done about it, the FTC has promised to work with the CFPB to hold companies accountable, but I was not finding any sort of like very specific actionable things that are being done right now. There are places that you can call in our newsletter. We have linked to those resources. But yeah, right now it is just one more irritating thing. And of course, it disproportionately affects people of color and people who are in a lower income bracket. Obviously, those things are always true when we talk about things like this. So it's not good. Not good indeed. All right, Julia, to finish off the week here, I've got some headlines for you, some stories that may or may not have happened this week. And the point of this little segment we're doing is spot the fake. You're going to guess which one is fake and which ones are real. Okay. And we'll see how well you do. We got three headlines. So let's go through them. Yes. First, so we spoke about Taylor Swift earlier, and the headline here, some fans went online to buy Taylor Swift tickets this week and were met with ticket prices upwards of gulp $50,000 a seat. (laughs) That is the first headline. Okay, Okay. The second headline, there are TikTokers that are now making $400,000 a year by live streaming themselves sleeping. That's the second headline. The third headline, there are some 40,000 mink on the run in Ohio after vandals broke into a farm there and let them loose. (laughs) And those are the three headlines for today. So what do you think? Hmm. I think the mink thing is real and it is their time for vengeance after being made into (laughs) all those coats. So good for them. Um, It's really just a numbers game with these next two, but I'm going to say the TikTokers one is fake. Mm, Very interesting. Well... 
The answer is that it was a trick question. These are all real headlines, and these are all very much things that happened this wow. week. And uh, I'm sure just as many crazy things will happen next week. $400,000 for sleeping? What are we doing here? I need to reconsider <laughs> my priorities in life. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, that's going to do it for us today. Thank you for tuning in to the Hustle Daily Show. We're a proud part of the HubSpot Podcast Network. Our editor today is Robert Hartwig, and our executive producer is Darren Clark. We've got a lot more tech and business coverage in our newsletter. If you're not subscribed, go ahead and get yourself signed up over at thehustle.co slash email. We'll see you all next week.